Hey, boring business owners. We are heading into a really stressful money part of the year, but how does an accountant grow his business? Today, I'm talking with Jonathan Schroff about how he helps business owners succeed by streamlining their finances. Make sure you stay tuned. It's time for the social, it's time for the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast and Facebook live show. Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business presented by All-in-One Social Media. When marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to have your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed, join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. That is right, guys. I am Desiree, the host of the show, and I want to make sure that you are actual. We are talking with an actual boring business owner today about how he markets his business. I actually got connected with Jonathan through LinkedIn, and I knew that he was just who we needed to have on our show, especially as we head into this money management time of year. Make sure you type five now in the comments so that we can update you about the upcoming shows, specials and promotions, and great resources that are gonna help you grow your boring business through video and social media marketing. But before we dive into the show, I wanna give a shout out to today's sponsor, Ascendable. Today's show, we're focusing on talking about, talking with a fellow business owner who is rather busy running his own business, just like the rest of us. And so it's important to make sure that while we are busy running our businesses, that we have our social media all handled for us. But how can we present our social media, be present on social media if we're always busy working? And how can we make sure that we're posting, growing, and tracking our marketing efforts? Well, Sendable is just the tool that we need. Sendable allows for you to bulk post all of your major across all social networks, including Instagram. You can also monitor your social media comments and posts, schedule blogs, YouTube videos, and so much more. They have some really amazing features on deck, including scheduling video to Instagram, previewing, editing picture layouts for Instagram, as well as backlinking to Pinterest. They're actually the official social media management tool of the all-in-one social media team. And I have tested all of these other social media networks and I always come back to Sendable because it truly is the easiest and most comprehensive tool on the market. Make sure you click the link in the description to get your 30-day free trial today. And as a bonus, make sure you grab the content planning calendar, which is a really fun way for you to plan out your month of social media content, including major holidays and fun food related things and so much more. So make sure you go grab that. Now, with so many new marketing terms coming up on a almost seems like a daily basis, it is so hard to keep up. And it is enough to make anybody absolutely crazy. So I have for you our perfect co-host for this show. His name is Ben Roberts, and he is the star, the connoisseur, the expert behind the Marketing Buzzword podcast. And he's going to come on today and share with us this week's Marketing Buzzword so that you can be more informed about what's happening in the marketing world today. Thanks for being on the show, Ben. Thanks, Desiree. Wow, that was a lovely introduction. I, I literally, I could not have paid you any more to write something like that about me. <laughs> I only speak the truth. I truly love listening to you every week on your podcast, and I'm so honored that you get to be on this show when your schedule allows. So, New Year, what is our big buzzword right now that people need to be paying attention to? Oh, 
this today's one is actually a big one. And I was thinking, what can I actually do? And I thought, hang on, I'm missing something blindly obvious. And the one I'm going to talk to you about today is human marketing or humanization. Now, the reason that this is suddenly even bigger than the normal is because obviously our friend Mark Schaefer has just released his book, Marketing Rebellion. And in they talks about the most human company wins. And this is a topic that we've been covering for a few years. Brian Kramer wrote about it years ago called in uh, Human to Human, H to H. But what we're suddenly seeing now is this word humanization or human marketing come back to the fore. And what that essentially means is it's a bit of a here's a proper buzzword. Because what it is, is it just basically talks about being talking to people like they're humans, writing content for people, writing content that, and marketing yourself in a way that just resonates with people. So you're not writing for algorithms. You're not writing for Google. You're not creating this content, which was the hacking everything. It's actually creating content that resonates into in terms of empathy, in terms of creating imagination, in terms of building people's intelligence. It's about doing things in a way that helps you really we not lose that human side and especially in a world now where we're dominated by technology and things are changing at such a rapid rate it's really easy to forget actually that people do business with people and it's just trying to come back to that it's thinking actually when we do all these amazing marketing activities how can we actually keep that human level on it so how can we implement these new marketing technologies whilst losing the humanity so when we're talking on social media to people, instead of thinking of people as a part of your sales funnel and how can you automate, how can you send these messages? Oh, I've connected with them. Let's send them a message one hour later. Let's send them another message two days later. That's not what this human marketing is about. It's about meeting meeting and exceeding the needs of people in a way that actually pull tugs on their heartstrings, creates an emotional response, actually empowers them, makes them feel more intelligent. That is, in its essence, what human marketing and humanization is. In well, in this, this is what they're calling the year of marketing. Twenty, uh, it's more the year of human marketing. So, it's going to be an interesting year. We're going to hear this word a lot. We're going to hear this term more and more. And you know what? You're going to be sick of it by the end of the year. But it is actually quite important still. Nothing like a good marketing word for marketers to ruin, right? And I think the humanization goes really big into the other big buzzword, I think, for this year, which is video marketing. So it's 19, the year of video. And I think that humanization is like the number one most vital component of video marketing for sure, because it allows for us to have like, hey, look, there's a person there and they actually aren't some mindless robot drone. They actually have like inflections and expressions and talk too much with their hands. So I think that humanization is the perfect word for today's buzzword. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought, actually, I was thinking about what can I do? There's so many ones I could think of, and especially with accounting. Accounting we're going to be talking about later, and I'm not going to sort of jump into your guess, but obviously this is something that accountants obviously struggle with. So hopefully it's something to get people's creative juices flowing before your guest comes on and <laughs> throws Blows their minds. amazing knowledge at it. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited to listen to the rest of the show. Yes, definitely. All right. With that, let's transition over to Jonathan, who is our guest for today. Thanks so much for the marketing buzzword for today, Ben. And hey, guys, make sure you're actually paying attention to his upcoming uh, podcast, what he has going on this year. He has his book coming out hopefully sometime in February, maybe March. And so you're going to definitely want to pick up that book from Ben because it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Thanks, <Ray. laughs> Yep. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about Jonathan before I bring him on the show. Jonathan specializes in helping creatives grow their business through customization and account services. His mission is to work with each client individually to maximize their profits, save them time in their finances, keep them informed on their business stance financially, reduce their audit risk, create a budget, and plan properly for the lowest tax bill allowed. Jonathan's service helps his clients to make the best decisions possible for their business. And I think just like Ben said, he's gonna really be humanizing what he does and allowing to relate to people with the big struggle that is accounting, because I know it's a big struggle for most people in their business. Just as a reminder, guys, our sponsor for our show is Sendable. Make sure you guys go grab the 30-day uh, free trial and that calendar, you can find it in the description below. And also remember, type five in the comments now so that you are able to get updates from us about upcoming shows, promotions, and other resources that are going to help your boring business with marketing. So let's dive into the show and bring Jonathan on. I'm so excited to talk with him. Like I said, we met on LinkedIn in kind of like a really kind of like most social media way possible. So welcome to the show, Jonathan. I'm so excited to have you. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Yes. Okay. So let's just kind of like dive, dive into this. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your business and um, why you have chosen to, to do this? How did one decide to become an accountant? <laughs> um, well, that's a great question. Uh, back when I was in college, you know, I was in software engineering at first and now granted that was a, a while back, but, and, you know, I had heard terms in the, in the software engineering industry, you know, programming, coding, that a lot of the jobs were not stable. You know, they were project based, a lot, lots of moving around, um, the industry changes really fast. And that just kind of affects, you know, people who are the worker bees of the industry. It affects their jobs. And that's what I was going to be. And so uh, I sort of uh, started searching, you know, midway through college for another career path. And one that I found that I really could relate to was accounting and their jobs were super stable. And so I graduated from college, got a job right out of college during the recession and got laid off soon thereafter uh, and started my own firm. Now, right off you know, the bat, I had to get a full time job to make ends meet. But I worked with my own accounting firm part time and then uh, about two and a half years ago, went full time with it. And it has been a great adventure and uh, I love it. So awesome. that is how, in a nutshell, how I became an accountant. You know, I think that a lot of us actually probably have really similar stories. I know for me, I started doing social media marketing a lot as a necessity because I too was having a struggle with um, job, like keeping a job after college as well. So I think it's actually a, probably a pretty common story for a lot of us sort of like millennial business owners for sure. So, what have you found to be um, your best way that you market your business? That is a great question. Uh, I, you know, when it comes to marketing your business, I would say first think who is your target market. And for my accounting business and where the direction that I want to take it, uh, which is working with business owners to, you know, do their books and provide them reports that they need to, make those decisions is working with business owners. So um, where are a lot of business owners active uh, these days on the internet? And I actually ended up joining a mentorship program a while back um, that sort of guided me 
in this process of setting up my marketing uh, for my accounting firm and where they sort of directed me was, hey, you need to be on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is filled with business owners. Yes, it is. You know, I would say it's probably 50% recruitment for, for jobs and people looking for jobs. But the other half is business owners that are just networking, sharing ideas, improving their own businesses, making contacts and closing deals. Um, and so I really took to LinkedIn and I spend most of my time as far as social media goes for my business on LinkedIn, because that is where the business owners are. And that has been a huge advantage for me in marketing. My business is LinkedIn. Okay. So you are talking about, so I have heard so much buzz around LinkedIn for marketing. A lot of actually really prominent markers like Ryan Fanzo and some even smaller business owners, like some friends of mine, like Tisha Marie Pelletier. They're like, I'm all in on LinkedIn this year because I think that it is like where businesses are. I think it's where things are happening. It's a great place for video. So can you talk to us about what you're doing on LinkedIn that's helping you grow your business? Yes, I, uh, you know, there's, um, well, I, I try to do everything. Um, I create content. Uh, I try to connect with people daily that I believe are relevant to my business. Um, or at least people who are creating like a lot of valuable content that I might not even be able to, to close or sell. You know, I try to connect with those people just to get their content in my newsfeed and, and get, get that good stuff uh, that, they're, that they're teaching. Um, and you know, I, I try to introduce everyone I connect with over the LinkedIn messaging. Uh, I think that's kind of underused in, in the, on the platform. Um, and I would say the most valuable thing that I have, that I have used from LinkedIn is messaging, uh, you know, starting a conversation with folks and answering questions that come my way. You know, every now and then I'll have a business owner that, uh, has a question about, their own finances or their tax situation. And I can sort of, uh, you know, start that conversation with them and, and get to know them and they can get to know me and um, sort of build my network uh, in a more organic sense. So you talked about messaging. So I have to say, I find the messaging feature actually really annoying most of the part, most, most of the time when it comes to LinkedIn. And I don't know if it's maybe it's because I, I have like that like client open networker thing or because I am a marketer, but I find that like nine times out of 10, the messages that I'm getting are really spammy. How can we fight through that like, frustration that LinkedIn brings, which is like those spammed or like automated botted messages and get to the like actual good people, like how I connected with you. That is a great question as an accountant. I don't know if I exactly have a solution to that, but I think that if I was LinkedIn leadership in that company, um, I would first want to restructure the messaging program because you can only see like you know, your past 10 contacts that you have messaged with in LinkedIn. And if eight of those are spammy, then only two are really valuable. Um, and so uh, I think Facebook does a good job of uh, not allowing people who you're not friends with to contact you in your, your messenger. Um, so maybe LinkedIn could somehow implement that. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure on all those logistics, but I know that no, you're right. I I think more of the question is, is like maybe what can we put in our message to mm -hmm. make sure that people don't think uh, it's just like a spam message? Mm -hmm. Like how can we differentiate Great. ourselves in, in, in those LinkedIn messages? 
I think that what y'all were talking about just a few minutes ago and what Gary Vaynerchuk preaches is, you know, the next new thing is authenticity. Uh, you know, be yourself and, you know, be humble uh, in, in the message that you fir first send out, especially that first message. It's hard to, to kind of recover from a bad first impression if you sent a spammy message. Um, and just, you know, be yourself. I, what I do is I just say, hello, this is my name. This is what I do. Reach out if you have questions. And, uh, you know, I get people who do have questions a lot or people who reply the same thing about themselves. And then I can learn more about them and, and start a conversation in that regard if possible. So for those who are, you know, being spammy and pitching without a relationship, right off the, the bat when you first connect with someone, that's what I would recommend them to do is to um, be more authentic in their message and who they are as a person, not necessarily just as what you do for a career, but you know, what, who you are as a person. That's okay. So I'm actually, I actually just, just pulled up my message that I had with you when when he and I connected on LinkedIn, like I said, that is how we that's how we became a guest on our show um, was through this. So let me share this with you guys so that you can see exactly the kind of like goodness that that Jonathan had for our show. So he says, "Hey there, I was able. It's been a while since we've connected, and I wanted to reach out and say hello. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but I run Shroff Accounting, and here is our website, www.shroffaccounting.com. If your company might need help with their taxes or keeping finances organized and streamlining, feel free to reach out and have a good day. And because he just so happened to be reaching out to me when I was looking for guests for the show, that is what led to our relationship. So do you think that part of what it takes to be successful on LinkedIn is just kind of like staying in touch with people and being staying in front of them because you had messaged me before I want to say like almost like a year ago and then you followed back up with that so can you kind of like walk through what your process is like with that with following up and staying in touch with people and staying present and relevant for them because I have a feeling that people like I don't need an accountant until I need an accountant. <laughs> right. Um, so staying in touch with people, how to do that on LinkedIn. Um, well, you can always re-message who you've connected with, and that is one process that I do implement. Um, another thing you can do to, to stay in touch with people and stay on top of mind, as they say, is to create content on a consistent basis. And that's one thing that I try to do, but I'm not that great at because, you know, it takes a lot of hard work to do that um, and a lot of time as well. Uh, but it is really, really good if you can create content, especially like what you were saying earlier in the podcast video. When you can do that, when you can get on video and get in front of your audience that way or your connection, your connections, that is, then I mean, that really is the quickest way to be authentic because then people are seeing your face, hearing your voice, hearing what you're talking about. And if it's relevant to them, if it resonates, they're probably going to engage. And if you can stay on top of mind with them whenever they need your services, they're more likely to to reach out. I see. I think that a lot of my connections, probably 90 percent of them don't uh, engage enough with their anything, like whether it's creating content, 
messaging people, even reaching out to other old connections. Um, I think a lot of people don't really understand the value that the platform brings and they're kind of just dead users, users who don't engage a lot. And so yes. it's they're they're sitting on a gold mine and, and you know, they can if they did, you know, played their cards right, worked hard at it and were authentic, I think that they could really get a lot of value out of it. I mean, they might not get a ton of business right off from the start, but I can't tell you how many times I've scrolled my newsfeed on LinkedIn and have learned something valuable that I can implement for my business. So do you find that, um, well, you, you had said something interesting about how like, it's almost like it's like a ghost town, but a gold mine at the same time. So do you find that because like you just have to kind of keep grinding through it to have success to help to really like kind of really funnel in who you're looking for and like you'll know if people are going to be a right fitter for you and just takes a lot of time and testing? Yes, it is a grind. Absolutely. Social media, working social media is a grind. There's no get rich quick scheme when it comes to social media. Um, and but it in that regard, you know, when it comes to building a brand, building your personal brand, you know, for your career, your business, uh, it is a grind, but it pays off. So you kind of gain momentum as you continue to post, continue to reach back out to people through messaging, whether it's on LinkedIn or whatever your favorite platform is. Um, uh, but it's worth it. It is a grind, but it's worth it. And for anyone that doesn't think that, then I would encourage them to read uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crushing It. The crushing it—that's the most. Follow up one. the yellow one. That's a good book. Yes. Good book. And if yeah. you listen to the audiobook, he goes off book and gives extra examples. So yes, the audiobook is amazing. That's what I just got finished up in the last couple of weeks, and the the book really it will open your mind up to a lot of new ways to grow your business. Yes. So let's talk about what you can be posting on LinkedIn, like in the newsfeed. So when you're talking about being present, it's not just about messaging people. So what are the kind of pieces of content that you find to be um, the most highest converting for you with building that like trust and authentic authenticity with your current and potential customers? That's a good question. Uh, if I would say post anything, um, especially where you learn something because even if it's not directly related to your business and what you do, if you can help others uh, and give them, you know, a sort of a, a satisfying feeling when they watch your video and um, you know, in that way you're super authentic, then, you know, they, you sort of, uh, what am I trying to say? You sort of build yourself up as an authority figure in, somebody who helps people in all aspects of their life, not just their, the one thing that they do to make a living. And uh, that helps build trust uh, with your connections. And then that also is, makes them more likely to research you and uh, determine what you do and reach out to you if they need the services that you sell. And are you doing anything with video right now that uh, you have found to be successful or maybe what other, is there someone that you particularly like what they're doing with video on LinkedIn that you could share with us? Um, I would say my favorite person that does video on LinkedIn is Quentin alums. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Um, but he's just a really good storyteller. I just find it very entertaining to watch his videos 
and he, he just has a lot of charisma. But one thing, one lesson that he teaches, I've even messaged with him on, on LinkedIn, which I find it incredible that he has, you know, all these hundreds of thousands, or maybe it's more than a million followers on social media altogether, and that he has taken his time out of his day to respond to my messages. And I asked him for advice, like, hey, how can I make my videos work best for me? And he just says, hey, be consistent, be authentic. Um, and so I don't find it hard to be authentic. I don't find it hard to be myself on the video. What I do find hard is being consistent, putting the time in the schedule and making it happen. That's tough. But yes. No, that is that is the secret of video. I think social media success is being consistent and being present and being real. And I think that some people might still be struggling with like, quote unquote, like exposing themselves or being too personal. There's kind of that line between being authentic and like oversharing your personal life. And right. I think that you can find that line. And, and once you've got a good groove for it, it's going to be really successful for you. That is for sure. Okay. So um, to wrap up what we are kind of like really talking a lot about today, do you have any final thoughts about how LinkedIn is going to be such a great tool for our boring businesses to connect and find customers. Like who do you think is the best kind of business owner to use LinkedIn? Cause I'm wondering if maybe like our dentists and like our roofers who probably are more B2C might not have as much success as someone like you who works with other businesses. So maybe who do you think would be the best sort of like boring business user to use LinkedIn? Hmm. Great question. Uh, I would I would say right now, especially B2B, just anyone who's B2B, because um, there's tons of business owners on LinkedIn. That's kind of where we come to congregate and talk about everything. Um, B2C, maybe not so much right now, but one thing to keep in mind is platforms change and LinkedIn is growing. And I mean, I've been super active on it, I would say for a year or so, maybe a year and a half now. And I mean, it has even changed since I have been there. You know, things are different now than it was a year and a half ago, but it's still really, really good and changed for the better. And, uh, you know, it's definitely the professional platform, the the suit and tie kind of platform. And um, and so if your business has anything to do with that, then, you know, definitely, uh, you know, get down there. But really, if you're B2C, you know, try it out. It, it would not hurt to put some content out there and put yourself out there and see what happened. Maybe uh, like with like a company page, like a company page might be a good place for mm -hmm. B2C people. Yes. Yes. I mean, there is a, a video influence on the influencer on there. Goldie, Goldie Chan. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but you know, she's just a, an influencer on LinkedIn and she doesn't really appeal to in, do like do any one thing. I think she does have a business, but most of her videos are not related to her business. Um, and, uh, so I would say she's kind of more for consumers cause her videos are very, you know, they're not business oriented, it's much more personal. Um, and so, you know, I would say even if you're B2C, try it out, but best is B2B right now on LinkedIn and, and expect changes to come in the future. Cause as my granddad would say, nothing stays the same, especially in technology. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. All right, guys, we've been talking with Jonathan Schaff um, from Schaff Accounting. You can find him at schaffaccounting.com. Make sure you type five in the comment section below to get updates from our show, as well as like resources to help your boring business stand out in that cluttered newsfeed. And one more shout out for our awesome sponsor, Ascendable. Please go grab that 30-day uh, free trial at the, with the link in the, in the comment section, description below, above, wherever 
wherever you're watching this, just click the links, get a free calendar and get that free trial to get set up with what I think is the best social media management software on the market. Uh, Jonathan, what is the best place for people to connect with you if they want to learn more about your accounting services and maybe even ask you some questions about how you market your business? I would say, you know, go to my website and you can have, there's my contact information there. There's a button right on the homepage, schedule a call. If you have a pressing question, feel free to, to schedule that call. Um, my email address, um, you know, it, I would say it's probably the second best way to quickly get in touch with me. Um, and uh, those are the two ways. If you're on LinkedIn, feel free to, to give me a shout, connect, connect with me, send me a message. I'd love to hear from you about, you know, your business or the business you plan to buy, grow or build. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being our guest today, Jonathan. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you guys soon. Sounds good. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media.